0: Welcome to the PlayStation Report. I am Frank. With me is Tyler on this Thursday evening. How you doing, buddy? I'm okay. I'm alright. It's been a day, for sure. How about you? I am, you know, given the circumstances, I am doing great. I am having <laughs> a fantastic time. Nothing is going wrong. I'm not going to air any of that uh, pre-show talk here on, on on the actual show, but all you people out there need to know is that I'm fine, I've always been fine, and I've never been less than fine. So don't don't tell anybody that I'm less than fine because I don't know if my employer is listening to this show either. I have to specify, hey, if you are my employer and you're creeping on me, that's the other part of that that I didn't discuss. With Did you know, did you know, Tyler, that HR companies have access to this soft or HR for a lot of big companies have access to this software that allows you to track any, any employees' social media accounts, whether or not they have their name attached to it?
1: Yeah, I mean, it doesn't surprise me.
0: I'll say that. Yeah. Um, it's fucked. They shouldn't be allowed to do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that software exists, so, uh, any, just, that's just a general warning for all of you out there. Even if you, your name is not attached to your social media, they'll find it. Um, I suggest, like, setting up a burner phone and a burner email account that you never reveal to your employer. Um, and even then, I'm not sure if that, that'll work. Uh, but enough about that um, we're here to record a podcast about video games um I have played some video games that uh I'm very happy to be able to talk about um, uh how about you Tyler did you have you gotten to the finale?
1: Oh, I got past the finale, baby. Oh baby, yeah! It's 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 over. It's over. Yakuza Zero is done. Awesome. Finish that shit. Um, yeah, yeah, man. It was a uh, it was a fucking journey there at the end. Um, you finish the game and then you sit there for like an hour watching cutscenes. <laughs> it yes. felt like an hour. It was a very long time. Don't get me wrong. A lot of those were very good, but I was like, holy balls, this just keeps going and going. I'm like, man, I haven't touched a controller in a long time after I finished that final boss fight. Um, yeah, it goes places. I really like how... here uh, Spoilers for Yakuza 0. We've been talking about it a couple weeks now, but... Um, I kind of like, and I didn't expect it, that Majima and Kiryu really don't actually cross paths at all um Mm -hmm. like they do and they don't and it isn't until the very final cutscene that you're like oh shit like yeah that never happened and so now i'm really interested in yakuza kiwami where i assume they cross paths um with the way they're looking at each other and i love a i don't give a flying fuck majima at the very end of that game too like He's just full on fucking nuts. Um, looking forward to see seeing where that goes, but yeah, it was it was an awesome, awesome game, awesome final sequences, very good. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um... Um,
1: I really liked the the boss fight against. Um, oh man. Blanking on the guy's name, Lau, I think, with the, uh, like, the claws, the Wolverine-like claws. Yeah, um, yeah. That was That was, that dude's fucking crazy. And that, that was a lot of fun. Um, it's a really, really fun, for the most part, all the boss fights at the end. I love how you fight, um, uh, who is it, Ku- Kuze? Kuze? Yeah. I, I forget his name. But um, you fight him, like, th- three or four different times. In this game and you beat the shit out of him every single time and he just keeps coming back. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome how that stuff just it's corny but in a cool way. I don't know. I really really liked it, but I will have to say that the story of uh, Makito uh, Makamura is probably in the top five for me. Of, like, some of the saddest shit I have ever seen in all of fiction and entertainment. Her story. Her mm-hmm. entire arc is just a fucking tragedy. And, uh, man, yeah, I was really feeling the feels. Like, when she got shot and stuff, I'm like, holy fuck. Like, I don't know why. I just wasn't expecting that. And, yeah, such a great character with such a tragic story
0: the whole time. It's it is a fantastic video game. It is it is a hell of a prequel like of uh, like I understand like why they, why they did it now. Like it's it, because Yakuza was not necessarily like the most popular franchise here. Um but they really fucking nailed it out of the park with Yakuza 0 giving people an inroad to uh this series and I think it was very smart to cr- not only do the Koami remakes, but to make that prequel to like really give someone a ground zero and give people who have been faithful to the series something something new as well.
1: Right. Like, I imagine if you've played Koami before, or just the first Yakuza, even before Koami, and uh, if you played that before you played Yakuza 0 and you've been a longtime fan, then Yakuza 0 came out, you're probably losing your fucking mind. Like, yeah. I can see that. I mean, I haven't even played Kiwami yet, and I can, I feel like I can really see how this is just an awesome prequel in a way you can really do prequels. Prequels can suck sometimes, but this, you know, this uh, seems like it's pretty good. And yeah, man. Loved every bit of it for the most part.
0: <laughs> I've got good news for you, though. Uh, the Kiwami games are a little bit shorter than Yakuza 0. <laughs> yeah, I, I,
1: I imagine that. Yeah, yeah. It's a uh, I I think if you just kind of main like so I finished this game in like thirty two hours, which seems pretty short, but I think if you go on like how long to beat, for the most part, that's if you do a more strictly story playthrough, that's around the time that seems like um, yeah this game takes. Um, and I I didn't do a, all the side stories, but I did a good bit of them too, so. I don't know, because I was making a good time. But, um, yeah, it, it it is a long game, but it's worth it. Like, it's not like it drags along and is boring. Like, I found it to be quite entertaining um, pretty much the whole time. I mean, the beginning's a little slow, um, but I think it seems like that's what these games kind of are, though. Like, the yeah. beginning's just kind of slow, but... The the payoff is just awesome. And yeah. It was good.
0: Yeah, I, I think uh Yakuza might be the series that like revealed to me that hey wait, I can actually like a crime drama. Um mm-hmm. because before then, like what 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 did I really have? Like I I didn't really get invested in the mafia games. I didn't like I I dicked around in fucking uh GTA, but as a crime drama, it didn't really hit with me. Um, but yeah, the, I I just really like the balance that a uh, Yakuza splits right there.
1: Yeah, right. And I love crime dramas, especially in like movies and in TV. Like I fucking love like Martin Scorsese movies. I just finished watching the Sopranos not that long ago for the first time. I love this sort of shit. Um, so this does hit very well to me and I, I think I think Yaks is just really good too. I mean it it uh it has a lot of very interesting characters. Obviously the setting's very great being in Japan. And um yeah, it's got just a lot of great story moments so far in the games. Two games that I played that I just can't wait to see more of it.
0: Awesome. Yeah. That that that's great. Uh what are your plans moving forward?
1: Probably going to play Like a Dragon, Ishan. I haven't I have yet started, but I'm going to very soon. Okay. Um, so probably going to play that, and then I'll do Kiwami. So Awesome. But, you know, I want to play Like a Dragon, It, but part of me is, like, really itching to play Kiwami because I'm like, ah, I kind of want to see where this goes, but, you know, I'll, I'll play Like a Dragon first.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, look, I speaking of like a Nation, i finished it um, ooh and similar to you the last the last two and a half chapters are mostly cut scenes but they're damn good cut scenes it's really fucking cool and um yeah i this not a crime drama a political drama about like that that era of japan um with you know The introduction of, you know, foreign trade ships and, you know, the structure of power in Japan. Like, it's, it is very intriguing. And I, I really enjoy the story. I'm not as in love with the combat system in, like, a Dragonation. It feels a little bit stiff to me, especially, um, especially, like, all but the, um, the yeah, oh shit! The sword and gun—I forget what it's called now. Um, the the sword and gun style. Um, other than that style, the other three styles kind of feel a little bit stiff, and um, I don't know. It's just it doesn't flow as well uh, as as uh the other games I've played. So that 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 is my knock against it. But I I I just really love uh. I love this concept. The concept of you have this long-running series, you have these character models, they're iconic voices, and you have them play kind of different characters within those models and voices. And it's just, it's very interesting to see the choices they make in the story based around those things. It's, I I think it is, uh, it is quite brilliant, and I'm not sure there's another video game series that can really do that. Uh, <laughs> yeah
1: yeah it, it just seems like you can take these characters and even and you know change how they who they are but still slot them in like literally any time period yeah and it would be interesting
0: yeah, yeah uh so yeah i i am very very satisfied with like a dragonation it's i <sighs> I'm not sure how well the original release did. I I don't think the original release of this game came outside of Japan. No.
1: Um, I don't think it did either.
0: But I I am glad they 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 did this. I'm I'm curious what they're going to do with um the other game uh like a Dragon Gaiden um which a totally brand new thing. I wonder if it's going to be a shorter experience. This was I mean, I think I made like a dragonian a little bit long. Uh, I, I think I I I screwed around a little bit uh, getting finishing this one off. Um but Yeah, it's th- there's a lot there to uh screw around with if you want to. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah.
1: Yeah, that's great.
0: Uh you got anything else?
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I also finished, uh, Shadow Warrior 3.
0: Very random. okay.
1: (laughs) Very random, I know. Um, this game just came to Game Pass two weeks ago, maybe? I don't even know. And, um, it is very short. It's like five hours long. Um, I've never played the Shadow Warrior game, so... Story wise, I had no fucking idea what's going on. I can't tell you if it's good or bad or not. Um, it seems goofy for sure. This game kind of reminded me of Bullet Storm for a yes, few years. Yes, exactly. Like, yeah. it's just like shut your brain off and shoot shit. And I enjoyed my time with it, to be honest with you. It got very repetitive, I'll say. Like, once you, you unlock all the weapons very early, um, and you, you can upgrade them, but you can only upgrade them by, like, finding these um, tokens or finishing challenges. So I probably only had maybe a little over half of the upgrades by the end. And, you know, some of them were really cool, but uh, the game definitely is very, let's just say, Doom-like in its pace. Um, you are just f- flying around these arenas, punching dudes in the face. Um, using your super ability, which if you use it on different enemies, then you basically can get kind of weapons from them um, to use on the other enemies. So some of them you can freeze, some of them is like a this kind of a black hole sort of thing that just like sucks the enemies in. Some of them's a giant fucking hammer, and it's a gory, bloody... Mess of a, of a good time, you get a grappling hook. Um, yeah, it's it's fun, but like I said, it, it kind of got repetitive towards the end, like the enemy variety didn't change too much, and it kind of just felt like they were just literally throwing more enemies at you at once. But, um, and the final boss was like so lame, so lame. There's a there's a boss fight though in the middle of the game where you're fighting this fucking giant chicken. And that was fun, kind of tough. But so then you get to the final boss fight and it was just so, it's very Dead Space uh, in in a way. Like I just recently, two totally different games, but I just finished Dead Space and the final boss fight for that game sucked. Um, Luckily it didn't suck for Yakuza 0. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, That had a good final boss fight. Very epic as well. Um, ah, Back to Yakuza. Yakuza though. One of the best things in these games is when they rip their fucking shirts off. Yes. And you see their tats. And you're like, this is going to be fucking epic. Let's go. Just, yeah. Need more of that in, in all of video games. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Shadow Warrior 3 the very dumb game. It's It can be fun if you're looking for something very short. Just blow through. Shoot some dudes. Leave. Also, if you are looking for achievements or trophies, this is your game. Because just playing through this game, I got every single achievement but two. Um, it's very... Seems to me like if you are a Platinum Hunter or anything like that, like this is a very easy game to Platinum. Um, so there's that aspect to it, too, if any, anyone's interested in that. But yeah. Did that, and then the other night, I just, I really wanted to start Like a Dragon, but I was just not in the mood to start something that felt slow in the beginning, and like I, I wanted to play something, um, mm-hmm. so.
0: Yeah, don't do Like a Dragonician, don't start <laughs> that if you want to play something, because you'll do yeah. like three fights in two hours. <laughs>
1: right, yeah, so I, I, I didn't, I just wasn't in the mood to start it. And um, got this a while ago for my birthday on sale. Um, picked up the the Last of Us Part One,
0: and have been playing through that. Um, so Wait, you you've spent seventy dollars on the Last of Us again? No,
1: no, 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 no. It um, was it was on sale. It was like half off, maybe forty dollars. I can't remember. Um, so it was uh, a birthday present too. So. Yeah, um, but this is, uh, it's good. Like, if you like The Last of Us, uh, this is obviously a very good game. What they did to this game is awesome, though, like, visually. It's no, like, God of War Ragnarok or Forbidden West or not even The Last of Us Part Two. I would say, in terms of visuals. But it definitely is improved and really does look good, especially the lighting um, is so much better in this game, and, um, plays very well, frame rate's great, it is the best way to experience this game if you have not, uh, played it before, um, so, yeah, that's pretty much it, I don't have too much else to say about it, it's a good, probably the best version of a great game, and I, I'm not looking to, like, sit down and plow through it, um, I'm just gonna kind of play it here and there when I feel like it, so.
0: Awesome. Well, while you were turning your brain off with Shadow Warrior 3, I turned my brain on with Phantom Brigade. Oh, shit. So, Phantom Brigade, a mech tactics game. Tyler, you know this is me. You know this is me. That Um, sounds
1: like your jam.
0: What makes Phantom Brigade different from, say, a uh, a battle tech uh, is... In Phantom Brigade, you plan out your move. And what makes your squad unique is that you have this um you have this prototype technology that allows you to see what your what the enemy intends to do on a timeline. So you're actually you're planning moves out on a timeline. Movement Taking shots, waiting, using like secondary stuff like shields or a secondary weapon. Um, you're planning all that out on a timeline. It's kind of, like it, it's it's kind of funny. It looks like you're constructing kind of like a uh, a video timeline <laughs> in, in a weird way. Um, you can kind of uh, you can kind of scrub through it and see how the enemy tactics might change if you choose to do a different move. So that's that's what gives you a gives you like kind of a leg up on on the enemies, which there are you are often way outnumbered, um, and yeah, it, it's you plan out your move, you hit execute, and you see how that move plays out. You play out five seconds at a time, um, and yeah, you see how that that plays out. You can do a replay of your last move and just see see the cool shit that fucking happens like a fucking beam weapon like tearing through a building and hitting a tank on the other side fucking cool shit yeah, um, nice <clears throat> yeah so that that is kind of like the tactics layer of this game Uh, th- this kind of like building a timeline and try and you know just puzzling your way to see how you can do the most damage while receiving as little as possible um, this game has this game has colored loot. I got Ooh. I got some, I got some green limbs for uh for some of my mechs that you you can like interchange parts and all that that have some cool subsystems. Subsystems are kind of like little modifiers. Uh, some of them are fused to the equipment. Some of them are interchangeable. Uh, I got, I got a blue sniper rifle which is doing work. Uh. Yeah, there's there's all like there's colors and levels to the loot, and uh, as you as you equip this stuff, your squad um, increases like a threat level. So your threat level is basically like the strength of your squad, um, uh, and that kind of plays into uh, the kind of gra- greater strategy level of this game. Um, so the, you basically. S- like, the tutorial takes you through basically uh, reca- capturing your first province. You're fighting this war against this empire who... I'm, I I don't know if it's an empire, but there's this for- foreign force that took over your country. And you're you're starting from this one little corner of the map, and you're building your way out. You have this mobile base that you're moving across the map in real time. Um and they like there are enemy patrols moving around There are enemy bases you can discover um to uh you know you can choose to get in combat that'll like that'll exhaust some of your resources for repairing your mechs um but you can also on the other side get supplies from the salvage that you get um and the supplies can be used for upgrades for your base or whatever um and yeah you're you're basically fighting this campaign across a map, uh, and yeah you, you hire cool new pilots you and you build new mechs you, you know, I don't know how big your squad can be right now. I have a squad of three mechs I, I'm going to need to add a fourth mech for some of the fights that I'm getting into because it's get getting a little out of hand. I'm getting a little <laughs> outnumbered um but yeah it's it is a really neat tactics tactics game with the, I mean a decent strategy level i mean it's i'm not i'm not huge into the strategy level of this this huge big campaign i do love the individual battles um but the bigger picture it just it doesn't have that much flavor like the enemy never tries to recapture uh your territories um once you've claimed a province it's yours they don't they typically don't come back they, they don't really i've i've seen some patrols come through my area but they don't typically attack your uh what you've captured so like there's not really much of a push pull there so it's it's really about like making sure you have enough supplies you have a plan and uh you, you just go in and you do your fights, and hopefully you do your fights well, so you can keep fighting to uh, to capture the province, the ne- the next uh, province area, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it's yeah, it's a really neat game, and I'm. It, it was an early access. I never played it in early access, but it seems it seems pretty cool right now. I i, I I'm, I'm enjoying this release.
1: Yeah, that sounds like you're. You're fucking jammed, dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally up is. your alley. Yeah. Um, so you're you're still a fucking threat
0: out here. I yeah. am, but I also am realizing that it's a pretty good indicator of oh wait I might be too tired to play this game <laughs> hmm. at some points because like I'll start getting sloppy and um not paying attention to what the enemy is doing, and I'll pay for it, and then at that point I'm like oh, maybe I, should, maybe I should play a game that requires less, uh, less mental load <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> I'm not in for it at, like, 3 in the morning. <laughs> right. But, yeah, really enjoying Phantom Brigade. Um, I, I'm not going to say it was a surprise because, like, I, I knew about this game. It was not early access. There were people talking about playing it in early access, but I am very happy with how it came out. Very good. Nice. And yeah, that that pretty much does it. I I have plans to maybe play God of War. I I need to finish that game. Yeah. I, I I'm I'm downloading yeah. uh the fucking Woo, uh what Wulong Fallen Dynasty. I'm downloading that. Ooh. But I can't start that game in good conscience without finishing God of War. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Wolong yeah. looks so fucking good. I've seen some streams of it. It looks really good. Yeah, it does. Does look neat for sure. Looks very um,
1: Sekiro like Nero or Nero Neo, as mm-hmm. well. Kind of like I don't know. you kind of put those games together in a way. Is what sort of put seems it like the
0: three kingdoms. Uh, Right. Setting. yeah. Fucking go out and pursue Lou Boo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah.
1: Do it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. God of War Ragnarok, though. Great. Great fucking ending. So I'm curious what you would make of that. Yeah. It is good.
0: I'll get around to it. Hopefully sooner rather than later. Um, because I'm, I've got to start Yakuza 4 now. Oh, yeah. That's right. I'm through those, too. So, yeah, Yeah, man. All right, let's get into the news Uh, real quick. We'll start with some Sony stuff, some PlayStation stuff to start us off. Finally, after a long wait, we are finally getting Discord voice chat on the PlayStation 5. Xbox has had this since uh, last summer, Um. But yeah, now there's Discord integration. There's a whole guide to how to activate all of that on the PlayStation blog, so if you're interested, go look that up. Um, but yeah, finally, they added Discord voice chat just as uh, just as our buddy Keith finally got a PlayStation 5 and this almost becomes irrelevant for us.
1: <laughs> yeah, and we could have really used this like a week and a half ago. Yes,
0: <laughs> absolutely.
1: Yeah, but yeah, it's, it's awesome. I'm, I'm glad that they... Uh... They are finally getting this on PlayStation, because yeah. not only does it open up more options and Discord's great, um, but the um, whole like party chat thing on PlayStation Five is a little bit of a mess,
0: still, a little confusing. So fuck it, use Discord. Yeah, and like it makes so much sense considering how many games are crossplay, how many of the multiplayer games that we enjoy are crossplay. Like, yeah discord just makes sense it uh, like at a certain point like it almost doesn't make sense for PlayStation and Xbox to support their own uh, party chat clients because like why would you, why would you uh, expend the resources to keep those things up when discord is right there and you've already made that investment in discord like... right yep discord. Not entirely innocent i didn't put I didn't put it in the news, but discord announced today that they're fucking well they okay so they changed their privacy policy to really suck uh for one um and now they're uh introducing AI into discord so part of the privacy policy thing is now they're like now they're able to uh it, it weakened the rules around recording uh voice sessions. Um, and with the addition of AI, they're just going to generate, like, they're going to steal our voices in Discord. That's weird.
1: What the fuck?
0: Yeah. It's Mm. fucking weird. I don't know why they're doing it. We We just want a working chat client to talk with our friends, Discord. We don't need all this other shit. Yeah. Seems a little,
1: little unnecessary. Um, other updates, though with this update for PlayStation 5, get a variable refresh rate support for 1440p. Um, so that's cool. I know there's some people out there that have, you know, like a 1440p monitor or something that they
0: mm-hmm.
1: want to use, so that's good. Um, library filters for PlayStation VR and PlayStation VR 2 titles, data transfers between PS5 consoles, uh, PS4 to PS5 save data transfer, for has been uh, streamlined, which is definitely a welcome as well so so yeah. Uh, yeah, it seems like a pretty
0: pretty solid update for sure yep, absolutely uh, not so solid is Sony's logic here in the latest <laughs> argument against the uh, acquisition of Activision Blizzard by Microsoft uh Sony. Claiming to be worried that Microsoft could sabotage Call of Duty on their platform. Oh no! A move what? that would make so much sense and would totally not get you fucking nailed by uh by the fucking people allowing you to make this acquisition in the first place. <laughs>
1: yes, yeah, it, th- this is just dumb to me and. Gets into, like, I don't know. Sony's trying very hard to fight this, as they probably should. But now they're starting to get into, like, conspiratorial stuff um, when they know it doesn't make sense. Could this happen where, you know, Microsoft makes um, the PlayStation version of Call of Duty not as good as the Xbox version? Sure, it could happen, but it would make no sense at all because there's so much money to be made. Why would Microsoft do that? It makes absolutely no sense. Um, on the you flip side, they want side, both versions to be good.
0: On the flip side, what's stopping Sony from doing this, like paying Activision to do this on the reverse? Sure, yeah. You know what's stopping it is because Activision wouldn't do it, and why would Microsoft do it either? Like for for this very same reasons, there like the fucking money there. Like you don't you don't fuck with the thing that's making money for you,
1: right? Yeah, it it, it makes no sense, and yeah, also Microsoft, you know, obviously under a lot of uh, there's a lot of people looking at this deal, looking at them, looking at the markets it makes no sense to from them for them to do it from that perspective either. And I almost think that this hurts Sony more than it helps them, them saying this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's just it's just dumb. Like <laughs> there's so much money to be made. And uh, call of, or Microsoft has admitted that they couldn't survive with Call of Duty just being on one platform. So why the fuck would they Sabotage the other platform. It it makes no sense, no sense at all. And it, like Microsoft wants to uh, get Call of Duty running on a fucking Switch, you know? Like, come on, doesn't make sense. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's it is like maybe the weakest argument I've ever like that I've heard since this whole thing started. Yeah. I guess one other
1: piece of this is it's being rumored that the EU regulators are gonna approve the deal soon.
0: So yeah. that's a pretty big deal for Microsoft. Yeah. Uh, so I Sony's think... getting desperate and throwing out every little argument they can. How valid yeah. it doesn't matter. Right. Uh recently on a on what the was it a state of play or was it a showcase state of play, right? Uh where state, they showed off suicide of yeah, they showed off Suicide Squad, killed the Justice League. Well, now um, it's being reported that this game's going to be delayed to Q4. Um, yeah. How convenient. Hmm. <laughs> hmm.
1: They, they get their first major gameplay chunk out there, and people don't like it. Um, I'm not saying they're going back and rebooting this whole game. That would be crazy. No. Um, but, um, yeah, it just didn't look good, and here we go. Uh, or, or it looked fine. It just kind of looked a little boring, I guess you could say. you just, just kind of like hopping around, like shooting purple shit and non-stop talking and blah, blah, blah. blah. Um, so, yeah, how, you know, they're saying, well, let me back up. This is reported by Jason Schreier uh, first. And he's saying it's mostly because of polish. Warner Brothers has not officially announced that it's delayed. But Jason obviously has a great track record. So it's most likely going to happen. But holy motherfucking balls. Like, I know games are complicated. They can take a long time. But you're saying what we saw takes eight fucking years to make? What the fuck? I'm sure they. I think they might have had like a um, a canceled project and reboots and stuff in there, but damn, damn! Now they need more time. Holy bully, dog! It's just crazy. What? How long this game is taking to come out? I'm sure this delay will make it better. Delays, pretty much always do. Um, but, man, I will say. Last thing I'll say though. Their release date, I think, was May twenty sixth, which was two weeks after Zelda Tears of the Kingdom in like yeah. a week or two before Diablo four.
0: Yeah, that's this not, game would have been buried. Yeah,
1: absolutely buried. So, from that aspect, maybe it helps. But they're if they're looking to launch in Q four, who knows what that could be? Because we just got a date for Starfield recently yeah. in September. You know, who who knows what else is going to be there? Spider Man. Two, yeah, it might not help them,
0: but we'll see. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mentioned it um, September 6th for Starfield. I didn't put it in the news here because it's not coming to PlayStation, but, you know, it's a big game. Um, Yeah. That's a Wednesday. Do games release on Wednesday now? I think...
1: Games release whenever the fuck they want. It's mostly Tuesdays and Fridays. Wednesday, though,
0: yeah, I didn't realize
1: that's... that that's a Wednesday.
0: You know what? Yeah, if they're gonna right. be if they're gonna be weird, they should have just released it on nine eleven. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> on a Monday. Yeah, that'd be weird. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that. I I watched the little video they did. They're gonna have uh, a Starfield. Uh, presentation in June yeah uh, yeah excited for that uh, we also had a little little bit of news from Capcom um, they gave us a release date for sunbreak the monster hunter rise sunbreak uh, it's launching April 28th uh, yeah that's that, that's cool uh, we also got a release date uh, for Exo Primal you remember Exoprimal, this game about fighting dinosaurs?
1: Yeah, it looks ridiculous. <laughs> it, it, it
0: does look ridiculous. There's an open beta, um, and it's going to release July 14th. Uh, you can register for uh, for this beta. That's going to be running from March 17th to the 19th. Um, and it just looks really dumb. It's mechs fighting dinosaurs. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, this looks
1: very dumb. Coming to Game Pass, I think I'll check it out. Just because it's on Game Pass.
0: Why not? Yeah, yeah. It looks stupid. Um, but the last thing here, um, there's a Resident Evil 4 demo. Uh, if you want to play that remake, there's a demo. Uh, the, or you could just wait until it launches March 24th. I, I'm not... I'm not your boss but like just I don't know maybe wait for it to launch I don't know I'm not <laughs> sure what. Uh, I'm not sure uh, what progress will be saved if any um, from playing this demo so like I don't know maybe look yeah. that up before you decide whether or not you want to play it because I one thing I do not like is replaying shit that I've already done uh like replaying demo content in the full game, I don't like doing that. Yeah, right. Same. Yeah, I. I this game is so close
1: that I'm. I'm not going to jump into this demo. Capcom's. They put out a demo, I think, for every game. I feel like they do, but especially Resident Evils. And, I me, mean, if you want to play it, check it out. Uh, this game's going to be huge. Obviously, a very beloved game. So sure people are very eager for it, but yeah, man, I don't want to replay it either. That first chapter. So, uh, fuck it. I'm, I'm just going to wait. I'm just going to wait. Yeah.
0: All right. Enough Capcom stuff. Paradox had an announcement as well. They're making city skylines two, And it's coming out this year. Uh, um, yeah, they, they, I don't think I I don't see a date here, but they said this year uh really cool considering that uh EA doesn't make Sim City anymore. Uh City Skylines has kind of replaced that. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, I uh I did not know that the first game sold 12 million copies. Holy shit. I knew it was popular, but that is a uh, that's a lot. Um I also can't believe this game is that first game is eight years old? What yeah. the fuck? doesn't seem that long ago. I mean, I I did not play City Skylines. I'm not going to, but I just feel like this game is not that old, that first one. Um, so, kind of surprising it's taken this long to get a sequel, but... I mean, if your game sold 12 million copies and people keep playing it, why not? Yeah,
0: um, but yeah
1: very, very cool.
0: This is a game for people with big brains, Tyler. Yeah. Pla- planning a city is... <laughs> Complicated. Yeah. I I
1: would assume so. You know what else? It's just... Oh. I, I was just going to say, though. Planning a city, though, to me just doesn't seem very fun. Mm. You know, when I come home from work, I don't want to fucking plan a city. Fuck that. <laughs> I'm sure some people do, but I... Nope. I don't. I'm all right
0: far less complicated is stealing assets for your video game. Which is apparently what happened to uh... Iron May. Iron May stole assets from Nexon, allegedly. And they were raided by the Korean police. Uh... The game in question, Dark and Darker, was uh, a very popular uh, game in the latest uh, Steam Next Fest. Uh, Dark and Darker was a... Um, one of those extraction games, but set in kind of a dark medieval fantasy setting. Um. Uh, it, yeah, it was it was a very popular demo that, and uh, allegedly, <laughs> that contains stolen assets. Yeah, I, I don't know what else there is to say about this other than, I, uh, I hope these, allegations. I, I, I don't know. It's weird when a big publisher like Nexon goes after an indie developer like this. Um, I don't know. It's weird.
1: Yeah, it seems very, very complicated. Um, yeah, I don't know how, how much I have to say. I mean, I will. There, there's a lot of games on Steam that seem to just steal shit. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying yeah. they do it on purpose, but it, it happens all the time on Steam, unfortunately. Um, You know, if they are truly stealing assets and stuff, you know, that's that's
0: not cool. But, I
1: don't know. This seems very complicated, for sure. I don't
0: know. Yeah, apparently, like, Iron Mace was founded uh, by a former employee of Nexon Mm. uh, who had been working on a project. They're calling it P3 and nexon is saying that uh the assets used in dark and darker were stolen from this project
1: got gotcha. this uh yeah. former
0: employee was working on
1: you do a little save as you put your the shit on a fucking flash drive take it with you yep. you know <laughs> fuck it
0: <laughs> yeah that's that's that is very illegal um, yes that is for sure <laughs> Things that should be illegal is uh, cutting jobs. uh, Very uh, like, despite you know having being being a profitable company, uh, Take Two has laid off a lot of employees at their private division label. Um, Private division was their publishing label that they used to uh, fund uh, development teams around the world uh, to do like their own. Their own smaller projects. It was kind of like their they're publishing of us uh, sp- of smaller games, um, but yeah, they're they're laying off people, and uh, yeah, that that sucks. Um, Private division. I, didn't they publish the fucking Outer Worlds before Obsidian got a- acquired? Yes, they did. Um, so yeah, they they do publish a lot of. You know, popular stuff as well. Like not not always just small. It just makes very little sense to me. Uh, Well, right. It does make sense to me that uh, corporations are callous and evil. Uh, (laughs) But it's it it is not morally right that they just keep cutting jobs and trying to do more with less. Right. Yep, and uh, you know private
1: f- private division being a part of Take Two is, you know, most likely this is this is happening because Take Two missed their earnings forecasts, mm-hmm. even though they pr- probably made a lot of money, but um, and want to cut spending, so you know they probably look at private division, and feel there's some duplication of some roles and. Here we are. Um, yeah, it's, un- it's unfortunate for sure. Um, just because Private Division is a smaller label. And it's- it is genuinely cool that Take-Two is doing something like Private Division to publish smaller games. Um, but yeah, just a bummer. I hate the term targeted reductions, which they used in a statement. Uh, To gamesindustry.biz, where we're reading this article, and um, that's just a—you can't get more like capitalistic and corporate than than that right there. To me, (laughs) it's so gross.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I I just feel like it should be required by law that uh, employers treat their employees like humans. I, I just want that. I just, I just want employers to actually have a duty to treat their employees like human beings, um, because they are. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, yeah. This kind of uh, stuff is a little bit ridiculous to me, especially when it's based on, um, hey, Take-Two said they'd make this much money. They didn't quite hit that. Um, nobody who was working there that's getting laid off said they'd make that much money, <laughs> but... <laughs> Because of some fucking executive at the top fucking not being able to understand or be able to guess within, like, (laughs) basically because some very overpaid executive wasn't able to guess how much money they were going to make. Uh, Now a bunch of other people have to be laid off, but that executive still probably gets a bonus.
1: Probably, yeah. Just Looking at adjusted. this article, Take-Two Interactive revenue was $1.41 in Q3, um, but net loss was $153 million. So they lost money overall.
0: But still. Yeah. Well, it ain't like they're going bankrupt.
1: Right. And at some point, too, you need to... It was kind of like the story we read recently with Nintendo, who isn't laying anyone off and increased everyone's pay. Like there, there is a point to keeping your people and just figuring out a different way. I know, I know, I'm saying that in a very easy way. I make it sound easy, but you know, talent's super important too. So sometimes just layoffs isn't the answer to try to make money um, or to save money or, or whatever, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and, you know, the thing, I mean, this isn't a very scientific thing what I'm about to say, but it turns out when the people who are working for you feel secure both financially and in the future of their employment at your company, they might just do better work than if they don't.
1: Oh, absolutely. I agree with you there. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, when you feel like you're being paid what you should be paid, you just do better work. Period. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: All right, Tyler, I just threw in this last one because it's it's kind of a kind of an end of an era for us. <laughs> uh every month we used to go over what we call NPD sales numbers, um, we're not going to be able to do that anymore because they've rebranded. Uh, we're going to have to call them Circana. Circana. Ah, uh, I don't like that.
1: No. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. This pour, is all. Pour we'll one
0: be... out for NPD. They're not dead, but they have a different name, and they might as well be dead to me.
1: Yeah, there's a merger between NPD and IRI. I don't know what IRI is. Um they're both just and, like uh tracking, like financial tracking uh market gotcha. tracking. Inform- yeah. yeah, information resources incorporated. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Damn. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't like Circana, fuck that. Circana sounds like a prescription drug. Yeah, it really does. It really does. <laughs> like why do you see an advertisement on TV for like fucking shingles or something i don't fucking know yeah yeah Dement, it's some dementia drug cercona uh, Yeah,
1: that definitely sounds like medication absolutely
0: oh well we'll we'll just have to deal with it i guess um but yeah that's that's the news uh i guess uh, we can have we can have a hot racing segment here um sure yeah tyler i think my i think my worries are true i think if there are no or if there are no technical problems for red bull they're walking with this 100% yes Ferrari's still um, ferrari though
1: <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately um yeah i felt very bad for Charles Leclerc, but um, Red Bull was very clearly hiding a lot of pace, or they just unlocked it for the race. Yeah. I mean, that was that was nuts. They were putting a second to lap on the whole field, and then at throughout the race, their engineers told them to slow down
0: mm-hmm.
1: by seven tenths to a second per lap. That's nuts. So that, that, to me, just says, like, even if they were under pressure, no one's getting them. Holy fuck. Now, it's the first race, but damn. If I'm Red Bull, I'm like, we don't even need to develop this car at all this year. Yeah, like, let's,
0: wor- let's start working on next year's car. Yeah,
1: let's work on next year's car. Let's make sure we're under the cap. We can spend more mo- money on catering now. Um, yeah and we're good to go <laughs> yeah damn yeah it it very much reminds me of um, even just as short as like three years ago in the 2020 season with Lewis I mean he was putting a second a lap on the whole fucking field too in his in that Mercedes I mean these things happen in F1 um, and yeah it's gonna be tough to beat them I think I will say though fernando Alonso being up there in the top teams now because aston martin looks really good that part of me is like i don't give a fuck if red bull wins all the time as long as fernando is up there creating this excitement like let's fucking go
0: that was so fun to watch if we can have a fernando Alonso and lewis hamilton duel every race i'll be happy
1: oh yeah oh yeah That uh, that pass that Alonso made on Hamilton is one of the best passes I feel like like ever seen.
0: Like who the fuck passes there?
1: (laughs) I know it was it was so good. I think it. I think passing there too is kind of proof that these regulations do work. Yeah, as intended in ways like sure there is there is gaps between the cars, especially like Red Bull back to basically everyone else, but. Yeah, who the fuck passes there? That was just, that was a thing of beauty. It was so good. Um, so yeah, to me, okay, Red Bull might walk away with it, but everything behind them seems like it could be very interesting. Like having Ferrari, Mercedes, and Aston Martin go at each other, That that's kind of
0: exciting to me. Yeah. I couldn't have imagined a worse race to start off your season than what Ocon had, though. <laughs> oh my god yeah that was
1: wow i think that was the first time someone got three penalties in a race since pastor Maldonado, i think i i read or heard someone say and that was like 2015 or 14 something like that which you know that's yeah he had an awful fucking race that was that was bad yeah, that's very bad.
0: Yeah, not lining up correctly in your in your uh, starting box, uh, not fucking uh, your 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 pit crew touching the car while you're trying to serve the penalty, which he had nothing to do with. But then speeding, also speeding in the pit lane, like <laughs> oh, what yeah. are you doing? Right, right. Um.
1: I think the people that are upset about there maybe being not a... And, and like I said, it's one race. It's long season. We'll, who who knows what can happen. But, but they're not seemingly not being a, a lot of competition at the front. I feel should kind of, in a way... I'm not saying it's all their fault. Just because every team has to build their fucking car and make their car better. But, man, the meltdown... That Mercedes is having is nuts. Yeah, I don't know if you've been seeing some of these articles where they are like, we're just going to throw out this car. This year is canned. (laughs) Uh, We didn't listen to Lewis at all. There's rumors they're technical guys like on the hot seat. And it's just like, okay, sure. They said they hit their development targets, but they're also saying we can't develop this car any further to win. It's just like, okay, then why'd you stick with it? I understand completely changing. You're already a year behind, but also, like, I don't know. You're Mercedes. You have good people. You have money. I'm sure you can figure it out. Like, the meltdown that they're having is this crazy. Yeah, I've never seen, in my time watching Formula 1 so far, I've just never seen anything
0: like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean... I want to, I want someone to whisper in in Checo's ear and be like, go for it, dude. Fucking yeah. Fucking go for it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure if he can. Like, I, I'm not sure if he can keep up with Max, but like, I'd like to see him try.
1: Well, it, he, they were saying that this years Red Bull suits both Max and Checo a little bit more whereas last year suited Max a little bit more so I think if he's more comfortable in the car yeah I can see it being a lot closer than it has been and I I really want him to I hope he does I mean it would make it would make the season as a whole more entertaining I mean mm-hmm. you could probably argue that the Mercedes dominance is worse and was worse than what red bull might have right now but at least nico rosberg and lewis hamilton like hated each other yeah you know so (laughs) i don't know so yeah it would it would be good i would i want to see Checo win some races this year for sure and by winning i mean like not just picking up the pieces when max has a bad
0: day yeah you know yeah I thought one last thing. I thought it was very funny how the pit wall refused to tell Alonzo who hit him on the first lap. Yes. I thought that was (laughs) funny too. Yeah. That could have been so much
1: worse. And also like imagine that race without Alonzo in it. Yeah. Like that would be a truly, truly boring race for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, I thought that was funny as well. Yeah. I mean it, I think it it'll be an entertaining season, maybe just not for the championships. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Um, the last thing I'll say, though, did you catch any of the IndyCar race?
0: No, I didn't. I was I was uh, wa- I was I was at the theater watching Creed Three while the oh, race was Oh, yeah, like that's
1: running. that's right, that's right. Um, I would recommend looking up highlights of that race. Okay, um, it was in St. Pete, so it was a street track.
0: Yeah, I saw Grouchon there were, got
1: pole. He got pole. He was crushing everyone, like, very much like Max Verstappen, Lewis Hamilton. Like, he was fucking flying. Shit pit strategy caused him to fall back, and, and him and Scott McLaughlin both refused to give up into the first corner, and they fucking wrecked each other. It was so gutting, man. He had that race in the back. I was was pulling for him so hard. Um, It was a great race, though. Um, There were multiple cars that went airborne on a street track, which is nuts. Just some nasty ass crashes. Um, It was highly entertaining.
0: (laughs) All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely go look up some highlights then. Alright, well I think that's going to do it for the show Uh, We'll be back next time with, you know, I'll I'll have I'll probably have played some Yakuza 4 I'll play some more Phantom Brigade Maybe I'll have uh, finished God of War, we'll see We'll see where this week takes us Um,
1: Yeah Absolutely, yeah I will uh, hopefully start like Dragonetian, definitely will start Destiny 2
0: Lightfall And we'll see what else. Cool, cool, cool. So, yeah, that's going to do it for this week. As always, do those good things that I always ask you to do. Share us with your friends. Give us ratings, reviews. And until next week, be good to each other. Play your video games. and And they say that a hero can save us.